Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at NortonSimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at laist.com slash sweeps. Elias Studios. From Elias Studios, this is How to LA. I'm Brian De Los Santos. Today, I've got something a little different for you. I want to talk to you about the life and legacy of Gloria Molina. Gloria was the definition of a trailblazer. The first Latina elected to the State Assembly, the Los Angeles City Council, and the LA County Board of Supervisors. She represented so much for the Latino community and Los Angeles as a whole. She fought against environmental injustice in East LA, for women who underwent unauthorized sterilization at the county hospital. But she was an artist too, a quilter, and founded Telas, a stitching group in East LA. She also helped found La Plaza de Cultura y Artes in downtown. She passed away last Sunday after a battle with cancer. On Wednesday, I went to an event at La Plaza. And I want to tell you about it because honestly, if you live in LA, I feel like you should visit too. We know Supervisor Molina was a trailblazer, the first Latina in many halls of government. She once said, I'm here at Plaza de la Cultura y Artes in downtown LA, right next to Olvera Street, and we're here to see the unveiling of a quilt that's going to be honoring Gloria Molina and an ofrenda and a little bit of an exhibition. I invite people to visit us at La Plaza and pay tribute to this trailblazer by completing the square and being part of the community quilt of hope. There's this press event with a lot of cameras rolling, photographs being taken, supervisors, city leaders, and community members who became friends with Gloria Molina. You don't become the first. You don't get called a trailblazer because you're a shrinking violet. And as we were recording the event, a few people came up to us and we started talking about Gloria's legacy and how her work outside of politics is still palpable here in L.A. I did not know much about her politics. I knew her personally. I have a whole different perspective on her. I'm just amazed that the person I traveled with and grew up with turned out to be a supernova. My name is Patricia Lopez, Patty Lopez. Currently live in Pico Rivera in my childhood home, a few blocks from Gloria's childhood home. I was with her on Sunday. It was a beautiful thing. She said, I have no regrets. I've had a beautiful life beyond my wildest imagination. And there's nobody like her, absolutely no one like her. I'm hearing things about her today that I didn't even know. And I know her really well. Teaching the supervisor how to make tamales, oh man, that's pretty amazing. And Gloria was an excellent cook, just the best. 
Her capiriotada was to die for. We both started sewing when we were young, sort of out of like we love clothing, but both of us came from households with limited means. That's how we became friends, actually. We would share patterns, make clothing for ourselves. Then we took up sewing as adults in the quilting world. You know, quilting is an American art. Developed with the Amish, Gloria turned that American art into Latina American art. We were invited to a national quilt show called Road to California. We all made different patterns, and this was Gloria's bridging Mexico and the U.S. The idea was we are connected to our Mexican heritage. One side sort of depicts where she lived in Mount Washington for many, many years. And the other side is Mexico City, where we were invited a number of times as quilters to present our work. As you can see, she loved purple. She put in all the flowers, representative of Mexico, calla lilies, birds of paradise, and she's got angel wings on a heart because we have such a love for the influence in our quilting world of our Latina roots. That was a glorious thing. And I don't know if you can sense it, but can you feel the love? What an honor to know somebody like that, no? We'll be right back. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, The Filipino Adventures of a German Jewish Boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price. After escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th. Tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAist comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. You can give us your first, last name, and then tell us. Sure. My name is Betty Palomino, and we're at La Plaza de Cultura y Artes in Los Angeles. I'm part of TELAS, which is Gloria's quilt group. The acronym stands for the East LA Stitchers. So when the news broke about Gloria's death, um, I had a friend who actually wrote about TELAS, and it was this beautiful feature story that we had on Elias, and I tweeted it out. Then I had a friend write back, and she lives in Texas, um, she wrote back, this is so sad. I know her more as a quilter, which are stunning works of art. How did I not know the rest? So essentially saying like she didn't know she was a supervisor maybe and her historic journey in politics, she knew her specifically as a quilter. And now that I see her works of art, they're amazing. What's your reaction when you hear someone say like, I didn't know much about her political history, but more of her legacy as a quilter. And this is someone uh, across the country. You know, I do understand that because even seeing Gloria on a regular basis and seeing her in that type of environment, in an artistic environment, a quilt environment, she was very humble. She never spoke about her accomplishments. I grew up in her district, 
And I always remember my abuela making sure she voted for Gloria Molina. She was a Latina. She was out there doing it. But really, I also know her as a quilter. She really worked tirelessly. Every month, she made sure that it was important for us to like build our skills and really make sure that everything that we did had some kind of Latino flair about it. So I can understand because she has really made a mark in the quilting world. You know, your friends in Texas, she's heard of Telas, you know, were known internationally. Who would have thought this little group of Latinas from East LA that quilt would be showing a quilt in Australia, in France? She really put us on the map. Sometimes when you see someone every day, you forget who they are, you know? And we saw her so often, I talked to her so often, you know, you tend to forget like that who she is, you know? And when I saw like all these accomplishments that she had, I thought, here's this woman who accomplished things for millions, literally millions of people in Los Angeles, and she cares whether or not I cut straight. I know Gloria, just, just because I've always been enamored with journalism, so I was always reading the LA Times, and her, so her name would pop up. But even just like as a community leader that she was, her name was always around Latinos. Like She leaves behind a big legacy as a first and a trailblazer for our communities. How does that make you feel as a fellow Latina in LA? I don't want to say I'm not unique, but she made everybody feel like they were unique. You know, she really did. She was patient, she was encouraging to everyone. Honestly, I, it was very difficult for me to be here today just because I'm, you know, I feel very emotional. It's been a very difficult time. And I thought, what would Gloria want me to do? Gloria would be like, get it together. Because Gloria was always so like businesslike and, and so professional with everything. I was like, I need to get it together and pull through in honor of Gloria. Looking around this space at La Plaza, you can really feel Gloria's influence. As an artist, as a community builder, it's hard to imagine not really having a space like this in LA. But spaces like these are kind of rare. And I think that's what makes La Plaza so special to me. I mean, you know, Los Angeles, 51% are Latino, and yet we don't see ourselves in everything. At La Plaza, there's no question you're gonna have a connection. And that was very much Gloria's fingerprint. My name is Leticia Buckley. I am the CEO of La Plaza de Cultura y Artes in downtown LA. So as we were talking about coming here and why we wanted to highlight Plaza in our story is because it is palpable. You can walk by La Placita Olvera and so people can check out what is this. It's an event space. It is an exhibition. It's part of the LA fabric, and Gloria founded this space. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Tell me why it's so important. I think of La Plaza as, I mean, we're a museum, but we're really a cultural hub, a place where community can come together to celebrate, to grieve, learn art, dance salsa. You can have an opportunity to just gather with other people. And you know, Supervisor Molina, Gloria Molina, when she envisioned this place, that's what she envisioned. I mean, she had said to me at one point, every major metropolis in this country has a history museum, but Los Angeles didn't. And the reality is, you can't have Los Angeles history without talking about Latinos. And so La Plaza was very much about telling and preserving those stories of Mexicans and Mexican-Americans and just making sure that people learn the history, but also can see themselves. This is the kind of place that you can come here with your abuelita, or with your tias, right? Or with your kids. Can you give us a little bit of history of how Gloria's work came and founded this yeah. place? For her, it was very important that Los Angeles have a museum where people can come and learn about the history of Los Angeles. 
leveraging her position of power for good, said, we're going to make this place happen. We have a permanent exhibit called L.A. Starts Here, which is literally that, the history of Los Angeles over the last, you know, four or five hundred years. And so we start with the Gabrileño Tongua, the first peoples of this land, moving into and telling the stories of Spanish colonization and the story of Pio Pico, who was the first Afro-Latino governor. The transition from Mexico to the United States and becoming Californios, all stories that are not told in school. So we bring in young kids through school visits. We, you know, folks through with our tour guides, come here on a Friday night and you'll see the multi-generational, diverse audiences that are walking through our doors. A hundred percent believe that that is the best way in which we honor her legacy. And again, I am deeply grateful to Gloria Molina for having that vision and the perseverance to make sure it happened. For me, it's interesting to see how much one person influenced a huge space in Los Angeles. I'm not just talking about the politics and the community building and the art that she created. I'm talking about Gloria's impact on people. New women who go to this Telas group that she helped create. The first and second graders who come into the museum. I honestly feel like I learned so much about Ellie's history just by being here. And if you've never been, maybe now's a good time to do it. They're open from noon to 5 p.m. And there's going to be a special altar honoring Gloria through this Sunday. We've got Gloria's full bio on elias.com slash howtoLA. Go check it out there. Okay, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back with you next week. This episode was produced by Evan Jacoby. Our other producers are Megan Botel and Victoria Alejandro. Chris Farias is our social media producer. Erica Washington writes our newsletter. Our engineer is Hasmik Pagosian. Megan Larson is our executive producer. And I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS for a morning of multilingual story times, interactive performances, art making, and lots of kid fun. Bring the whole fam and join us for a super fun Saturday at LAS in Pasadena on June 1st. Tickets at LAS.com events. See you there.